Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, Alan Hunt in for Max. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. For you to be part of the conversation. Uh, just so you know, Key, we did get a tweet at uh, Key, J, and Max. 40-year-old white guy, I thought it was John Denver singing Carolina in my mind, just so you know. So you're not the only in one that In my mind, I'm going to Carolina. Yes, so Baker Woo! Mayfield heading to Carolina. Woo! Jay, Woo! That, that, actually, that sound and then Key's and then Jay's uh, voice coach sound. Well, he's not, well, let's not make it sound like he's still my voice together. coach. <laughs> oh, oh, he's not your voice coach? Stop. You fired him already? You see what he's trying to do, Key? No, he was it my voice work coach out. for like my first three years at ESPN. I, I, I actually knock, think Bart had gonna, him, too. Uh, I'm not going to knock Arthur Joseph Hustle, but come on, man. This is Bart I mean, Scott actually serious. also attempting uh, Jay Will's uh, voice coach. Stop. Yeah, you see where it came similar. from? Ah, no. It sounds so similar. Is that a diaphragm? Yes. <laughs> it's speech. Well, because he nope. says that the thing for Arthur Joseph is he always says that people talk with their larynx, right? Mm-hmm. People don't actually talk from their diaphragm. Yes. And that's the whole point of doing all these exercises daily. How'd that work out? I see you, I see you well, body. It worked out pretty well. Look where I'm at. I think you would have been so okay. Re- I think you would have like. been okay, regardless, Jay. Okay, I think you would have been all right. That is the new goal song for like the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, it's like when they score a you know, goal, it's just you like, know what it is, though, Key. Oh, Sometimes you got to go through the it, hustle, yeah. though, Key. You got to go through the hustles, even though you know they're a hustle. Other people don't. You got to go through it. <laughs> Straight mm. hustle, though. I ain't mad at Done so much research on this. And... <laughs> All right, so Baker Mayfield heading to Carolina. Zion Williamson going nowhere. He's staying in New Orleans. He signed a five-year, $193 million contract that could be worth up to as much as $231 million, a super max to stay in New Orleans. And the reports are that uh, – actually, not the report. As David Griffin said it's a full five years. Normally the fifth year is a player option. And that's what happens. So you get to the fourth year, and then the player, like Anthony Davis did this, says, I don't want to be here anymore, and forces his hand to get out of there. But for Zion, it's a full five. So it's really six years now that he will be there uh, locked up. He's 22 years old, and we were talking about earlier in the show, it's a risk for the Pelicans. Is it also a risk for Zion? I know they have a good roster right now. They were a good team last year towards the end of the season showed a lot of promise but it's a small market they've got now a ton of money invested in him they also are paying brandon ingram over 100 million dollars they got cj mccollum can they sustain a winning team there because that's what drove anthony davis out of there is that they could not keep a winning team around him well you're asking two different things Alan. you're asking can they sustain that team and then the other question is but can they win a championship now Look, man, this team got to the playoffs. I mean, 
they are a formidable opponent, especially adding C.J. McCollum, along with the way Brandon Ingram has grown. We talked about this year, the leadership style of C.J. McCollum is very different and doesn't come along with the same weight that Brandon Ingram had in L.A. with LeBron James to a degree. So, like, look, I, I think it's a move that the Pelicans had to do because they have that star-like talent, even though there are questions about the stability of Zion Williamson. But at the end of the day, with Zion Williamson, Brandon Ingram, and C.J. McCollum, does that give you your best shot to win a championship? Yes, it does. You got to go for yeah, it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know that that is enough because you got to look at the other opponents that they're going up against. You're going to have to think that the Clippers, the Lakers, the Golden State Warriors – will be the strength, Memphis strength. Of course, yeah. And I know Phoenix, you know, whether DeAndre Ayton or whatever happens in that whole Sun situation, Chris Paul getting a little bit older, how much does he have left in the tank? I still don't believe that Zion is the answer. I, I understand you take him in, in, in the flat tire shoe at Duke and all the hype <laughs> and the slam dunks and the power and the windmills, and that's cool. But I don't believe that he is an anchor to a championship team, so to speak. I just I just don't because What's missing? his style, his style of play doesn't that style of play can't get you to a championship. You know the style of play that gets you a championship? Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, though that uh, uh, Tatum, uh-huh. those guys style of play is what gets you to a championship. Not in the box, bully ball, uh, slam dunk champion. That doesn't get you to a championship, but I may be wrong, Jay. But Ke- I may be wrong. Giannis's style got them to a championship. It was about the right Gian- pieces around. Giannis's style also got Chris Middleton and also got Drew Holiday. Agreed. And Giannis's Giannis's on both end of the floors now, Agreed. Jay. That's true. No, well, that's, that's, that's a big okay. Part of it. Yeah, huge no, I agree. point. That's fair. Very, very fair. That's all yeah. I'm saying. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Well, I, see, I'll go beyond like what you're saying, though, is, okay, so he's a one side of the court player where he, he has shown that as a point forward, when he's a high usage player, ball in his hand, it's, you know, for most of the game, he showed you playing for Stan Van Gundy that he can give you a triple-double, that he can be productive. But I don't know if that's going to be the same role he's going to play on this roster, which is a much different looking team than it was the last time he played for the Pelicans. So that he's got to adjust and figure that part out. That's number one. But number two, the one thing we never worried about with Giannis was would he ever be in shape? His conditioning is a huge part of this story. And Zion is a tremendous athlete, a natural, gifted athlete who probably and I know this is might be a reach maybe it's not probably has never had to think about conditioning before at least not at the high level that you have to at the NBA level but I'm just to me that's the risk from the Pelican side of things you give him this contract fully guaranteed there's nothing they can do about it now he could have a really good year this coming season and play great and maybe even be all NBA or whatever and then now lock in that 230 million dollars but that doesn't mean that then after that, an injury happens, he's out for a while, kind of gets out of shape again, has to work himself back into shape. And then for the rest of his contract, he's on that roller coaster that he's been on these first couple of years of his career. That's what well, I worry I about if I'm the Pelican. Oh, I wonder what, what his I'm go-to doing if I'm snack key? is. Mm. What'd you say, Key? What I wonder what his snack? go-to snack is. What was yours, Ben Yay. Well, I was going to say this, Key. You know what the first thing I would do if I was Zion now I signed this deal? I mean, I would have done it before. Yo, I'm calling LeBron James. Yo, LeBron, 
That, that million dollars that supposedly is rumored out there that you put into your body each and every year? Jay say supposedly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, it may be more. It may be more. All I'm saying is how'd you do it? Who'd you work with? Because I need that plan. I got I got the cash now. I need that plan because I, I can't play around with this to do it though. You need the want to. Yeah, I think I think that million dollars is part of all travel and stuff like that. That's mm-hmm. that's all part in. of mm-hmm. Yeah, it's all all inclusive, all man. All inclusive, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, you yeah, told me not I to stay at the all inclusive places. No, no, I'm talking about the, I know. well. <laughs> that's not what I said. It's a little Jay. different. That's I didn't say that. What, we're what I about. said is make sure <laughs> when you go on family vacation. You're not staying at a place that you got to wake up at 5.30 a.m. to right. get a damn chase lounge. The chase mm. lounge, yes. That was no, it. That was you it. don't want to do that. Got it. You make too much damn money <laughs> to be doing that. <laughs> to be the guy that has, like, one leg on one chair and one arm on another hey, chair. Man, no, these are taken. I'm frugal, yeah. These I'm out taken. there early. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I guess if you want to be miserable, that's on you. If you want to be miserable, that's on you. I sent you the video showing you how to treat your family. Because, again, you make too much damn money. You don't have to apologize to anyone to treat your family to 5 a.m. wake-up calls. Jay's out there wrangling chairs. He he waking up at 5 a.m., sleeping his eye, going downstairs, putting his towels in his bag on the chair. I'm already up at 3.30, man. I'm up before everybody anyway. Whatever time you up, whatever time you up, you down there. Putting stuff on the, the chase lounges? Come yeah. on, man. Stop, Jay. Yeah. You playing around. If I was your wife, I'd leave your ass. Wow. Damn. That's a little Yeah, aggressive. that's aggressive. I mean, no, she's the not. one sending him down there to do yes. this, Keith. Well, because, yes. She's sending him down. You know what time she's it is. She's sending him down there to do it because his ass got them at a resort, a resort that they've got to do it. In fact, he might have. Don't no, get me see, started. I'll keep, I'll keep spinning You might have clipped. Don't hate on me and my family because we like to going to. Jay, are you the one planning the vacation? No. Let's yes, be honest. No. Yes. Thank you, Alan. <laughs> see through the mess, Alan. Key can't. It's I'm not. Crazy. It's no Read mess. It. You the one complained about it. This I'm is not what happened. I just when told you, the story you about it. You complained about you know, it. And I said if you wasn't cheap, I just said I almost <laughs> got into that. a fight over a chase lounge. That's Which all I, I said. love that story. <laughs> yeah, see, I love that story too much to shoot down this whole narrative. <laughs> But as you see, what Key is doing is giving the example of how corporate media can create this narrative no, that is there impossible. Go. There you go. You know to push back on because it just sounds so plausible, and that's if really where we're at right if, now, if where Jay has no response because no matter what he says, we're win. not going to believe. Him. I can't win. Yeah, you can't go on vacation like that either. <laughs> <laughs> just telling you, man. I don't care. People can say what they want to say. Twitter, they can go off on me all they want. I'm not doing it. I work too damn hard, man. Nope, not doing it. Yeah. Sorry. So you'll just not have a chair. Somebody no, I'm not going chair. somewhere. Key, yeah, key I'm not his, going and your feet somewhere. Will be on toiling hot, key gets burning the cabana hot. early. That's what he does. He locks I'm, down the cabana. I mean, the whatever, cabana is the way to go, though. Let's be whatever, exactly. <laughs> Especially in Arizona. You be damn believe I would get a Ask cabana, Trevor. too. With Ask the fan Trevor. with the mist. damn degrees. I mean, Ask his Trevor dogs get the mist fans. up at 5 a.m. to go get a damn chair. This is this is how rich Keyshawn is. The dogs get the mist fan. The dogs get the mist fan. 
the dogs came with their own cabanas. <laughs> yes, with their your own, cabana, Mr. Uh, Johnson, your dogs yes, get individual actually, the, cabanas as the well. Canine the canine cabana bananas. right next to us. Uh, again, I'm not apologizing to anyone <laughs> about how I live. I am not. I'm not going to do Hello, that. Hello, Jordan. Oh, Would your dogs like <laughs> Fiji water? Thank, <laughs> thank you, Jordan. <laughs> It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. <laughs> what, what else could it be? It's Alan Hunt in for Max. <laughs> Presented by Progressive Insurance. All right, we go from Zion, Jordan, to maybe some college football. UCLA and USC are planning a move to the Big Ten. I talked to a high-ranking university official in the Pac-12, said they got Soonered and Horned. Nobody saw this coming. Keep your seatbelt on because it's they're not done. Yada, yada, yada. Da-da-da-da-da. Keyshawn J. Willemax, Alan Hunt in for Max. Let's get back into this conversation that we were discussing earlier in the show involving a transfer portal that is not just for players anymore. Apparently, college programs are moving as well. Let's talk about that with Trevor Maddich, who joins us right now, our ESPN college football analyst. Trevor, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Alan. I'm great. I was wondering if you sided with Key on the idea. If you bring the dogs on the vacation, you make sure you get a canine cabana right next to the cabana that you have as well. Oh, absolutely not. You bring the dogs on vacation, you're there to be with the dogs. <laughs> you don't want to put them up in their own room, have a dog sitter and see them once every other day. You've got the dogs with you because you want to be with them. Well, he's got yeah. the cabana. It's the fact that you have enough money to get a cabana for the dogs. <laughs> That's where we're at. Well, there, there's that too. For me, I wouldn't be in the human, and the dog would be in the cabana. I wouldn't have a human room. I would be in the dog cabana because that's what I can afford. Trevor, but tell me, though, Trevor, is there anything wrong with waking up early, oh, going boy. down, and securing your chase lounges for you and your family? Because you know they they want a specific spot. Is there anything wrong with that? No. Yes. There's everything wrong with that. Jeez. Why in the world are you following the herd, getting up early, waiting in line, going down and getting your I'm spot not, I'm early? Not no, the herd, no, don't try to change. Don't change. No, don't try to change. He's getting leader. You greet the palms of the people that handle the chase lounges the night before, the day before, and you make sure they get up early. They set up your chase lounges, you sleep in, you and it's already bougie. there where you want it to be. Why are you in line with everybody you, else? Why? That's about what you just level. said, Trevor. Why? Because I am a normal person like everybody Trevor, else. This is what I <laughs> try to tell lies, Jay. Lies, and more lies. I try to tell him, <laughs> you don't go on vacation with your family, especially someone like you. That have the means Gee, why, get, to make out it of my right. bank account, Joseph. <laughs> well, we all look. First you of all, you're the second pick Trevor, in the NBA this draft. Is, this we, is what the old media does. We Trevor. can they do the math, you. Jay. Do they label now. you. We can do the math. You're on every show at ESPN. We can do the math. Okay. <laughs> that speaking of money, nothing, Trevor. That just means I'm on every show. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of money, Trevor. Some uh-huh. big moves were made, as Han mentioned, with USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten Conference in 2024, what should the Irish try and do? The Notre Dame fighting Irish. The Irish should wait for one development. And if it happens, they'd better jump into a conference. And that one development is this. Will the expanded Big Ten and SEC move to have their own national championship uh, series? 
In other words, be the AFC and the NFC, have a two- or three-round playoff in each conference to find their championship and have their own version of the Super Bowl and exclude everybody else. In doing that, they might get a commissioner because now you don't have the disparity of resources and commitment that you have with 130 teams, which really precludes college football from having a commissioner. You could do that if the SEC and Big Ten broke away. They could collectively bargain with players. And that might include revenue sharing. And that creates a whole other bucket of worms. I if Notre Dame sees go. this happening, then they have to jump to one of those conferences or else Notre Dame would only be competing for the title of best of the rest. Now, if the two super conferences keep, you know, within the context of the playoff as we know it now, and if the playoff is a 12-team playoff with greater access to everybody in the FBS as we expected it to be before all this craziness started to happen, then Notre Dame can stay independent because they have access to the national championship at the highest level. But if the SEC and the Big Ten move towards creating their own division with their own championship that excludes everybody else, Notre Dame has to jump. And that is the only thing that would compel them to do one thing. Trevor, I I, got to tell you, over the last couple of days, hearing about all this movement and you hear about these you know, $100 million deals that are being done potentially for schools like USC or UCLA to go to the Big Ten, things of that sort. As a player, it just infuriates me that everybody thinks we're suppo- that you're supposed to be okay with just NIL. Like, you brought up player rev share. Like, if we're moving towards super conferences, like, as players, don't you think that's something that players should start demanding and vocalizing and being more aggressive about if we're getting to these conferences where two conferences are going to dominate college football? Well, the courts have already opened the door to allow them to do that. And really, as time goes on, the money continues to grow. I think the representation for either a player's union or for a trade association of independent contractors as players, that's going to end up being one of the most lucrative representation deals in all of business, not just sports, because it'll be just so lucrative. But at the same time, as players start to do that, I think a lot of people are upset because they like the concept of amateurism. They don't like the idea of players getting paid. And my thought is this. You might not like it, but who should be the one to tell a player that he cannot maximize his earning potential in the entertainment industry? Because if that player can sing, they can go out and make as much money as the market will bear. But if they can throw a football... You're telling them they cannot earn as much money as the market will bear. The entertainment industry, because that's what it is, because you've got some nostalgia for a concept of amateurism that may or may not have ever existed, right? So for all the negative things that happen, or that all the disruption, let's put it that way, that will happen in college football as NIL bleeds into pay-for-play, maybe revenue sharing, if you oppose that, you have to first look into the eyes of an 18-year-old recruit and say, you are not allowed to earn what you're worth, because I don't think you should. And if you can get past that, then you can have the rest of the discussion. But first, you have to get past that. See, Trevor, that's exactly, I think, what you said there about it's the romance of amateurism. That is why a society would would not like it. But once TV revenue got into this game, everything changed. And so it is seems to be the evolution of where the sport will go at the highest level. But one thing, though, if, if 
and I love the concept of the two conferences and they kind of break off onto their own and play for their own national championship. Feels like more of an even level when you have programs of that caliber. I've said you got Notre Dame as a brand. And there's the brand and then there's tradition. Tradition fits Big Ten. Brand fits SEC. So when they get to that point, let's just let's just fast forward. Let's jump in the you know, into the DeLorean and let's go forward to the future. Which conference do you think would be the better fit for a Notre Dame program? I think it would be the Big Ten. Uh, and part of the reason, this is not to disparage the SEC academically at all. There are a lot of great academic schools in the SEC. But for the Big Ten, every school there, I believe, except for Nebraska right now, is a member of the AAU, the Association of American Universities, which is you know, includes the countries and the world's premier research uh, universities. And the Big Ten, we see them and we see college football conferences really as associations of, of sports programs, football. But the Big Ten, above really any conference, prizes its relationship academically with other schools. And they, they collaborate in terms of institutions because they're part of the conference. And so Notre Dame, with its reputation for academics, I think is a, a best fit for the Big Ten, not just geographically, but because of the nature of the partnership that they would be joining academically. Now, you could say that's snobbery, but it's, it's a big deal to the Big Ten to maintain those relationships at the highest level. No, it, it, and I talked about that the other day, uh, Trev, on the show. And they talked about why the Big Ten Conference. And I said, one, we value academics at USC, whether you believe it or not. Whether we got a side door, front door, back door, we're getting kids in and out of. We still value the education system, and so does UCLA. So we would never have chosen to a degree, the SEC over the Big Ten, just because of what you just mentioned about the academics there. Nebraska is the only team. uh, Nebraska and Iowa, I think, are the only two that uh, are not part of that uh, AAU that you talked about. Yeah, and USC and UCLA are both part of the AAU. So they're a really good fit for the Big Ten academically as well. And and that's one of the things that will become more known, I think, as this partnership continues to, to develop. Because the the academic side is a huge deal, and you're right. USC is a is an unparalleled academic institution. People think of USC as a, a potential fantastic athletic, you know, place, but and it is. But it also academically, it fits right in with the best in the country. Trevor, I tell you, it's tough, man. With the money that USC is going to get to go to Big Ten, that prices for all those papers those athletes get done, it's going to go up. Inflation. Shut up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know when, when you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Inflation, inflation. I'll tell you what, though. You talk about, uh, you know, USC and UCLA. Uh, the fact that they're after the Big Ten now makes Southern California Big Ten country when it comes to recruiting, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. And one of the big stories in recruiting over the last several years has been how many top California recruits have left the state. I mean, Bryce Young leaves California and goes and wins the Heisman Trophy as Alabama's quarterback last year. C.J. Stroud left California He's Ohio State's quarterback now, and he'll be a Heisman contender this year. And you can go on and on. Kayvon Thibodeau left California and went up to Oregon. Well, now, all of a sudden, with this shift, California recruits have every reason to flock to USC and UCLA, especially USC right now, but really both of them. And that not only will elevate those schools just to keep those great California players home or more of them, it'll also take away from the remaining Pac-12 schools uh, some of the recruits that they would have stolen out of California. 
And so there's a lot of ripple effects here because think about this. This is crazy, Keyshawn, but L.A., Southern California is Big Ten country. Tell that to the recruits. Mm. Yeah, don't, well, I mean, don't hear any disagreement from Key. I'll tell you what, a no, great perspective, though, from Trevor Maddich. I mean, this has been a fantastic conversation. Thanks so much. It's great to talk to you. And we got that clarity again on, on how to handle the dogs when they come on the vacation as well. All the yeah, best. And, and how to handle the chase lounges. So come don't on, get Trevor. in line the with chase everybody lounge else. Figure out what you want to get done and find a, a creative way to get it done. <laughs> exactly. Mm. Creative. Right. Uh, you, can I have this this I'm, lounge? No, no, no. This is reserved for Mr. Maddich. But he's not here. That's okay. We're reserving it for him. Yeah. Yeah, why? Because my pockets to, are filled. That's I'm why. I'm still trying to process. Man, that sounds tea. good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trev. All the best, man. Thanks, All guys. right. Coming up, how big will the growing pains be for the Packers' offense and deciphering the new tattoo on Aaron Rodgers' arm? All that and more next. Keyshawn, J. Will Max, ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, Alan Hahn in for Max. We are presented by Progressive Insurance, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776 is the number. Before we get into this Aaron Rodgers stuff, Jay, I just got to ask you, I saw a tweet from an hour ago. And we were talking a little bit about Donovan Mitchell just before he tweeted this. Not to say that this was motivated, but it's just the timing was interesting. He tweets, build you up to tear you down. Can you decode that? I, I don't – I mean, could it be – Very random. Now, he's in New York, so he's on – you know, he's he's been here all summer. Yeah. Uh-oh, he's listening to y'all. Well, I mean, but, he's, he's, he's from Greenwich, Connecticut. His dad – yeah. Uh, is the personnel director for the New York Mets. So, like, he's very no, no, familiar around this area. Oh, yeah, he's he's been here. He was out. He was at Ruben's White Party out in the Hamptons. Working out with Chris Brickley with LeBron James mm-hmm. and company. Yep. I, I don't know. Han, you said it, which made the most sense during the break, that could it be something around draft picks and people going back and forth about how many first-round picks he's worth compared to Rudy Gobert? Could it be there has like been a big debate about it. I mean, I, I put a, I had a poll that I put out on Twitter last week just asking people, and I didn't even say Knicks. I just said in general, is Donovan Mitchell worth 
four first-round picks, including three unprotected, which is essentially what the reports are that Ainge would take, which was what he got for Rudy Gobert. It was was 10,000 responses, and 70% said yes. So I think that the majority of people feel like, yes, he is worth that. But there's other people that are arguing, a lot of media people arguing, that that's an overpay and you shouldn't do it. I'm wondering, is, is he reacting to that? Or is it, as you know, some, that happens sometimes, Key, is a, is a tweet could be about something else, and we're thinking it's, you know, what's, it, it has to do with sports. Yeah, that's what y'all do. But y'all. I think when you, when, you, um, when you look at it, players in this day and age, it's just funny that they hear everything and they get rabbit ears and they always got to respond to what somebody says. The only thing that matters if it's about trade possibilities and picks is the team that's acquiring you. As long as they value you, what the hell do I care? I think why, it's worth it. Why would it. I care? No, I think it's worth it. If there's a front office, you know, if the Miami Heat do this, if you're the Knicks front office, you got to start worrying. You have to. I mean, this is a guy that you have a relationship with. He's a CAA client. You've known him. Your your associate head coach is Johnny Bryant, who, who you hired from Utah. There you go. Who is his? They were close when he was in Utah. He was his. Uh, he tra- he worked them out before games. Like that's how close they were. They had personal relationship. And so and you Han, would think I, you should have the inside track. And he's from New York, as Jay said. But is he? But is he your answer though? But well, I, I think, think he helps you get closer towards your answer, Key. What's and the question? The, <laughs> and by the way, what are New Yorkers yearning for? Like they're dying for somebody who wants a big time caliber player or on the fringe that wants to be here. Jay, is he box office? No. I think he is at times. At times. But right? like, I, I, I think, look, I called Donovan Mitchell's games at, at Louisville. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way in hell I thought Donovan Mitchell would turn out to be, to be the way he is right now. Ain't mm-hmm. no way in hell. I'll be the first one to tell you. I'll be honest with you. I'll be real about you. I didn't see it. But there is an upside to him that is special. And it fits culture-wise with who the Knicks are. We know as fans should be. Agree. So if you're telling me it checks the boxes, regardless of whether he's next level box office like a Giannis or not, it works. You go for it. I quote Les Snead. If I was Leon, I would get his shirt. Blank them picks. Facts. I mean, you told me I got 11 picks in the next 10 years, whatever. For what? You know, you're not using them all anyway. This is a chance to get a player who is an all-star. You have a player who was an all-star. He has to get his ass back to that level. That's Julius Randle. Otherwise, you're in bigger trouble if he doesn't. So I need as much talent as I can get. Talent acquisition is the job of a front office. Talent acquisition. It is not pick acquisition. That's asset. That's all that is. That's just another way to have money. There's cap space and there's assets. You have them both. And I would worry about the specter of Pat Riley just lurking out there and saying, hey, you know what? I can make this deal happen. Sure, I'm willing to give something up because I'm trying to win now. Because that's what Pat Riley's always but in win, win player, now mode. If I'm the player, I'm, I want to go to Miami anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go. I don't want to be a Nick. Why would Warm I want to play for the Knicks? No, it's not. It's not. It has nothing to do with the weather. Well, it's, it's home. The, you got to think it's home it's, though. Man, well, home is home is Greenwich, Connecticut. Home is not New York City. Let's stop it. Yeah, but that's the father works away. Meds, I mean, man. his family, his he, mom. Yeah, like they're all they're all here. His sister, they're all here. Yeah. Okay, Han. I'm sorry that I'm putting. But a, the heat. Uh, no, no. You're you're right poison about poison on heat. top of you. <laughs> Damn, well, you're, you're, you're right. Mood. You're right about the heat thing. I mean that part. That part is true. Sue Bird wants to chime in on that. Bing bong. Yep, yep. That's right. But 
I do worry about the Heat aspect because you talk about a guy whose personality fits the Heat culture. That is a guy that would fit there. Not only that, that though, do, do y'all as a Nick, and I say y'all, but do That's the fine. Knicks got – do they have the right coach? Do they have – is Leon Rose the right personnel guy? I mean, like, do they have the right coach and the right personnel? Do they people? have the right people running the organization? Yes. Is what you're asking, and that is do a question they? that we have we've we've been asking this question for the better part of 20 years. When the Knicks have had great success in their franchise's history, which goes back to 1946, their success has two things out of the same. Well, it's just as old as the Lakers. Their success. No, we just is, won a championship two years ago. Yeah. That's right. Their Most success is based on two things out of the exact same thing, and that is they were defense was a foundation, and they had great leadership with their coaching. They had great leadership. And so that has been a question since Jeff Van Gundy left. Do they have the right leadership? That's a big question. But you can learn about your leadership by decisions like this. This is a tough moment to make a decision on draft picks and giving up assets and capital for a player that not everybody agrees. It's easy to trade for Anthony Davis. Everybody knows that's a great player. That's an easy trade to make. But but see, this is where you lose me. Who's everybody? The, well, I mean, you're, you're getting, not everyone agrees. So when I say everybody, you would talk about whether people in your own front office, if you don't want to mention the media part of it, you have to look at your front office and wonder, does, is everyone unanimous with this, that we give all this up? Like, if, it, it, clearly in Minnesota, they felt like it was unanimous. This is the right decision. Tim Connolly got the job there. He has known Rudy Gobert since he was drafted. He brought him in. No matter what the cost, bring him in, no matter what. Well, it, you don't know. Maybe Danny Ainge for Utah is going to take all those picks and pieces that he got from, from Minnesota for Rudy Gobert and use them to go get DeAndre Aiden. And some pieces from Phoenix to build around Donovan oh, I Mitchell. I thought you said Bronny James or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I'm not saying I think that's enough for Donovan Mitchell in Utah, especially considering the way the West looks. But if I'm Donovan, I know the mm. thought of wanting to be in New York sounds good, the thought of it. But my best chance to win in the East is being p- partnered with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo down in Miami. I, I, yeah, and unfortunately, as much as I'd love to fight you on it, I can't argue with yeah. that. Can't at all. All right. So, coming up, did you know that before he was a superstar basketball player and a world-class media personality, Jay Will was in the movies? What? Yeah. You'll hear about it next. What? Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two. Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Alan Hahn in for Max. So as we're talking about NBA stuff and Donovan Mitchell tweeting and whatnot, we're still... Jay, the Nets are pretty much holding up, holding the league hostage until they make their moves with their guys. Do you look into the Kevin Durant going to the Warriors rumor that was thrown out there? I think it was Marcus Spears that, that put that out mm-hmm. there. Like he said, don't sleep on the Warriors as a potential. Him returning to the Warriors, could you see that? I mean, look, I, I frankly, if I were part of KD's camp, I would say I, we're not doing that. That's not a move we're doing. But it is interesting. In response to a lot of that kind of talk via social internet, social media, Mary B., uh, also known as at Babers Green, who is Draymond Green's mother, tweeted this the other day on July 4th. Quote, this stuff is hilarious. Everyone's saying who don't want one of the greatest players to ever play the game. I wouldn't care what a spectator commentator says, period. Basketball <laughs> players play basketball. Go play wherever you want. End quote. Hmm. Did Key write that? Yeah, but Who cares what spectators, it. commentators say? No, I wouldn't write it. I just say it. Because <laughs> I don't like give Key, a damn about what Key, they that, say. That's fine. Mary B's allowed to think what she want to think, but I ain't going back to Golden State. Y'all just, just want to chip. Because Why? You'd be the best team in the league. You'd have a chance to win more championships. You, you could write the wrong. You should have stayed, stayed there from the beginning. No, you should have stayed there from the beginning. It's, All right, well, this writes the wrong. Now, man. No, he can't go back, though. He can't. He just can't go back. Well, why? Why? Tell me why he can't go back. Well, he can't go back because you're now basically admitting to the fact that you couldn't do it without them, and now you're going back to them again, crawling on your hands and knees, begging to be taken back to win other championships because you couldn't do it on your own. He just doesn't need that narrative on his resume every time you think about Kevin Durant. And, Key, add to that, you said that he couldn't do it without them, and I would add, after watching them do it without him this past year, Alan, like that's what makes it tough. They just won a championship, 
with Andrew Wiggins being one of the key cogs and helping him get that done. So you're going to so you're going to allow something like that, which is perception, which I feel like by now it's the reason he it, left that in the horse first is place. out of the barn, dude. There's just no like you're never turning back now from this after blowing up the Nets thing. No one's ever going to go, yeah, you know what? All that stuff we said about KD, forget it. It's it's already been said. That's why I don't think he's going. The guy, anywhere, the guy was a champion there. That's why I don't just think go he's back go- and say, you know what? I wanted to try something. It didn't work out, but this was always going to be the place I wanted to be. Yeah, Whatever. So I don't think he's going nowhere. I think he's going to be right you there. You would love for him to do that, Han, because you can write about it. That's nothing to do with writing about it. It's whatever the story is going to be. We see what it is. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. When I got at ESPN for my first three years, they had me work with a broadcasting coach. And he had me take my index finger and my middle finger and put them on my teeth like this and rest my tongue in between my two fingers and make these sounds as warm-up exercises for my voice. And it went something like this. <laughs> that is tremendous. That might be the greatest rejoin ever. Oh, <laughs> Keyshawn J. Will at Max. Alan Hunt in for Max. ESPN Radio. All right. Jay made that noise on Interrupted doing an interview with them, as he explained to us earlier in the show. The sound is one that you just will never be able to unhear. But the production team thought it sounded like a bunch of other things. So, Jay, let's just go through a few things that, you know, that noise reminds us of, let's see, Jay as a truck. <laughs> Chewbacca from Land of yeah, that's, Jay, that's, that's, that's coming. That's, that's the one key. Jay, um, Jay, you love hockey? You know, like when you score a goal? Yeah. You get the goal horn? Yeah. That's one of the closest ones yet. That's pretty good. That's a good good one. That's a good one. That's better than the truck horn passing by. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, speaking of passing by, there's some uh, geese passing by. (laughs) Why they had to shorten it up, though, Key? Why they cut it off midway through the frame? (laughs) Jay, run. Hurry up because you're late for your train. Not good. Come that on, was that was really good. Oh, I don't like that one. Uh, club horn. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Oh man! Oh, man. Uh, Jay's favorite watch. show on ESPN Radio, Barton. Hahn. This is Barton. <laughs> yes, that's it. You have to use that for your lead-in on your show, Alan. <laughs> I need that forever on my page, that man. That is it. Oh, oh Jay was in the movies. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? I can't. You like French Montana? That's your boy, French Montana. You missed the hat. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are relentless, man. No, no. Uh, More movie appearances from Jay Will. Have you seen him in Jurassic Park? Welcome to Jurassic Park. Where was that, a pterodactyl? 
Yes, you were a dinosaur there. Correct. This is terrible. You're a great it's broadcaster now, Jay. Awkward. All because of the stretching your muscles stretching in your throat. Your this this is the greatest been... hustle of all hustles, Key. There's no doubt about that. Excellent content. No, it's oh it's it's been really good content. It's mm-hmm. been incredible. Which is your favorite out of all of them? I probably have to go with the uh, the after you score a goal in hockey yeah, or the uh, bar- <laughs> yeah <laughs> that or uh, welcome to the Barton Han. That, that that's yeah, yeah, a, that's this, the is, best this is Barton. <laughs> yes, that is it. <laughs> I swear to God, if y'all don't bump out with that joint yeah. on your show, come oh, on, that, I gotta that, use that. that. Is, that has to be that has to be a part of Han. Han. <laughs> I'm keeping wonder, it on my page. Wonder, like nobody wonder, delete wonder, this. I wonder what really made them say, you know what, this is really good for you. You're gonna be a great <laughs> broadcaster if you decide to stretch your vocal cords and allow us to pay somebody to teach you to go. Ah! I mean, like, Key, I just get like, if, Key, was there ever something a coach told you to do that you're like, that is the dumbest thing but you're like well he told me to do it it's gonna make me better there had to have been some yeah, it's, it's a, a, bunch, a bunch stretch or something a bunch of stuff yeah like a bunch an of idiot stuff. doing this yeah a like bunch what? like what i mean like you'll believe anybody if they tell you it's gonna make you better or make you well great. some stuff so i was different though some stuff i didn't agree you still with are so different. I wouldn't, you still are I wouldn't different do it. <laughs> I may be a little bit different, but I, oh yeah, now that you done started with me again, I just want to mention that. How did I think start that, with you? Because you, yeah, what you just said about me being different. Don't think I didn't forget what you said to Trevor about writing papers at USC and all that sort of stuff. Oh boy. Wait, what did I say? At least our athletes graduate. Oh, we have a Y'all high, just have a high go graduation to percentage. High. Yeah. Uh, ah! High. <laughs> Yeah, not. I'm not talking about y'all water polo team. Key, your basketball is looks way better polo? right now than it did at the start of the show. Well, actually, well, it's it probably does not. Getting better. It, no, it doesn't. I was being sarcastic. It looks worse. No. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Does it hurt? Are you? Does it hurt? Have you been itching it? No, still? it's itchy. Or dry. You got to be on the eyes. show tomorrow. Now, just wear an eye patch. Put a little well, bit of like salve on you it. And Max. You know, I don't have to be on the show because I can always pull a J. What man? What I is ain't a missing day like in nine months. You gonna leave me alone? No, I'm talking about awkward. It's, it's a li- the littlest thing come up. He 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 had to get his uh, tooth uh, worked I on. Got my he was damn out a month extracted. No, I was out for two days. Shut up. He was out mm. a month. Just they like seriously. Come on, man. Basketball toughness, though. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna. Yeah, you're right about that. Ah! Mm. <laughs> 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 Guaranteed contracts. Oh, God. Stop <laughs> with the guarantee. Everybody gets guaranteed. Nah, Football nah. gets guaranteed money, too. Yeah. Sorry, Kevin. Sorry, Kevin. <laughs> this is a great way to end the show. It really is. This you is, got your toes out today? This is, oh. I got to go get a petty Manny. And yes, I do. Yeah, they, I see them. Yeah, they're out. Yeah, they're out. Get some, yeah. get some eye drops, too, while you're at it. Could you please? Did he leave? Black Terminator around here. He already walked away. Don't start saying anything black, please. (laughs) Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.